Hello, and welcome to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. My name is Jonathan Rosenfeld, an attorney at Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers, LLC. This podcast is here to break down the barriers when it comes to the world of personal injury law. Each podcast will go into detail about a specific legal issue or type of personal injury case, from everyday occurrences to the esoteric. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. For more information, visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. Hello, I am Jonathan Rosenfeld, and today I am joined today with Marty Gould on the Personal Injury Podcast, and I am going to talk with Marty about an emerging area of product liability litigation involving paraquat herbicide. Uh, Marty, I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, John. Now, Marty, we are sort of really in the early, early, early phases of what may emerge to be a very, very significant piece of product liability litigation involving Paraquat. Um, first off, can you just give us a little bit of overview in terms of what Paraquat is and how it's used and why it's used? Paraquat's a chemical herbicide that's used primarily in farming. Uh, it can also be used to, to kill weeds. And if you're a farmer, a landscaper, a groundskeeper, a gardener, you've probably come into contact with Paraquat. Uh, in, in 2011, a study by the National Institute of Health found that people exposed to Paraquat are approximately 2.5 times uh, or 250% more likely to develop Parkinson's disease. And... So today we're seeing there's been a, a trickle of lawsuits that have been filed um, down in Southern Illinois, but we're seeing a trickle of lawsuits that have been filed by primarily by agricultural workers who have been exposed to Paraquat uh, during their, uh, their work. Um, and they, the allegations are that they were, uh, they were never warned of the potential dangers related to Paraquat. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, now that they're finding out, finding out about, or we're publicly finding out about the links between Paraquat and Parkinson's, uh, lawsuits have been filed, a lot of them in Southern Illinois, uh, against various companies that manufactured it or sold it. Um, and most of these plaintiffs are Illinois crop dusters or farmers, landscapers. And it's essentially that, that there was knowledge about these harms that weren't disclosed to the consumers. So you know, whenever you bring in a case in terms of products liability, you're always, you have to give an, uh, make these allegations in your complaint. Uh, the primary allegation, I guess, at this point is that these manufacturers uh, knew or should have known of these dangers, but failed to put any warnings on the, the, uh, the product while, the, uh, while they were using this, correct? And that's essentially the basis of the complaints is that they knew about a harm just like in, in all the other cases with Zantac or Roundup, there was knowledge from studies and their own independent research about these harms or the risk of harm and the failure to warn the consumer that that use of it could increase the risks of Parkinson's or whatever the disease might be. And they have certain obligations to consumers uh, in regards to putting them on notice. Now, 
these cases are really in the the early stages. You know, I anticipate there's going to be uh, many, many, many more of these cases coming forward. Many more lawsuits coming coming forward. Um, it's safe to say that there have not been any settlements related to Paraquat lawsuits at this time. Not any on a wide scale basis, um, but you know there there has been a, a lot going on in terms of Paraquat uh, and various uh, countries is reviewing uh, Paraquat uh, its safety. So the European Union banned the herbicide back in 2007. China, Brazil, and several other countries have banned its use. Uh, and I don't think we're too far away from seeing it banned in, in many other countries. Now, we can talk a little bit about or look to the litigation involving Roundup weed killer herbicide um, and what we've seen in terms of those lawsuits and the damages in those lawsuits. Um, can you talk a little bit about the damages that may be available in a Paraquat lawsuit? So in a personal injury case, you can seek compensation for your lost income, your lost earning capacity. Uh, if, if we establish that you did have Parkinson's or increased your risk of Parkinson's, um, that, and, it, and it caused all sorts of damages and you couldn't work, those are all things you can legally get compensated for. But also, more importantly, you get compensated for the physical and emotional pain and suffering. You know, the, tre the tremors that you're getting the physical pains you get. These are all things that you can legally seek financial compensation for. Um, and that's why it's important to speak with a lawyer to find out what your rights are uh, and what types of compensation you can, you can personally collect in your case. Uh, Marty, some of these people who may be watching this video today or listening to this podcast, uh, they may have uh, uh, been affected either individually or they may have a family member who's been impacted by the use of Paraquat or Paraquat exposure. Um, what would you tell them in terms of moving forward? A lot of times these people may be sitting back and they may be thinking, oh, you know what, this happened years ago. Um, I may not have a claim. Uh, I may, you know, the time may have evaporated for me to, to pursue a case. What would you tell these people? It's important to speak with a lawyer who can examine your specific facts and know your rights. Uh, many states have laws uh, that allow you to still bring claims, even if your exposure uh, was from decades ago or your, or your Parkinson's that you had uh, was diagnosed decades ago because many states have what's called a discovery rule. It's the point in time that you realize that your harm was caused by the defendant's negligence. Um, so it's important, you know, Always consult with a lawyer, even if you think maybe it's too late, or maybe you think that there could be other causes for the Parkinson's to find out what your rights are and see if, if there's a possible connection. Marty, this is great information. I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, John. Thank you for listening to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. I'm Jonathan Rosenfeld. If you or anyone you know would like more information on any of the topics on the podcast, please visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please feel free to rate the show and leave a review. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.